Hello, and welcome to Seize the GM. If you're looking to get started GMing, we're here to help. And if you're a GM with a few levels under your experience belt, we are here to help you find your prestige class. Let us take you through some common questions, concerns, and the fun challenges that every GM will face. We have our ideas, our opinions, and some might even say answers that we want to share. So pull up a chair, dust off your dice, and let us help you seize the GM. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Seize the GM. <laughs> uh, how's everyone doing? Uh, well, okay, okay, all things considered. Yeah, yeah. Oh, question, question. Did you get the, the latest thing from Gautamanger, the maps he's been creating? Holy crap. I can't oh, believe yeah, it. For, for Maptober? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm, I'm looking yeah. at those, and I'm like, um, I, I draw a circle and, and some squiggly <laughs> lines on it, and nothing's to scale, and I'm using, yeah. like, meeples and a little army man, and, you know. Uh-huh. No, he's he's been doing some really cool things. I think that he's been posting them somewhere, but I don't know where. <laughs> yeah, oh. it, it's the you know he's he's busy. He's doing like really serious, serious you know adulting things. But we all got that gamer itch and got to scratch it in some way, shape, or form. And damn, the guy's got talent. I am jelly. Yeah, he has been really like taking it up a notch. He's really wanted to figure out how to make better maps no kidding and damn yeah 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 i um i am going to to have to sit down here very soon and start messing around with with uh my mapping software well what kind of things do you use for mapping software dude oh by the way guys i forgot um today's topic maps of the interior of the ship Correct. I forgot to announce that. I am half brain dead. Um, <laughs> I, let's just put it this way. Recent sugar coma, and, and I'll be honest, that Fifth Avenue is staring at me. Oh, okay. So, you know, I, it's yeah. like, ah, sugar rush, and then <laughs> sugar rush. And so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I fail you. Um, so I have my my preferred method or the one that I'm going to be tackling here soon. No, that's just better to say what for for our newbie map makers and and designers out there. What would you recommend? Uh, paper, paper and pencil. <laughs> I recommend. And here's the thing, folks. There's I didn't know this, and I love it. Uh, there is, you know, you have your regular graph paper. You know the the stuff we use when we were doing. Um, you know, uh, algebra and what have you in in, in middle school. But there is also, and this is the coolest thing I've ever seen, 3D graph paper. So Isometric. Yeah. Yeah. Isometric graph paper. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, so just at least, you know, for basic thing. And then once you get a little bit more, you can do like the, the isometric, which holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isometric stuff is really cool. It's also 
a lot more complicated to do. I know, but that's, you know, for those that are, that are already, that enjoy the pencil and paper route and want to up their, uh, their abilities, there is that. I've, I discovered this stuff more recently. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I, I didn't know that existed. So go figure. Yeah. And I think oh, there's a company, and I am going to, uh, is it map paper, I think? Uh, map paper, I could be totally wrong. Um, but basically what it is, is it is this, it's on a roll. And, uh, I'll have to look for it. Um, but it's actually really cool. And it is like three feet wide. It's about the same size as you would expect from a, um, like wrapping paper. So it's like that same width and, you know, you buy it in, you know, yards Mm -hmm. of length. And so you can make some really cool, really big, long, stretched out maps if you really wanted to just do like one that just goes in one direction forever or whatever it is, like 10 yards or whatever. So, I mean, you can do maps like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do maps. If you are lucky enough to find them, they're a bit on the ex- on the pricey side if you're going to do like full-scale battle maps. Um, 3M makes a easel grid sheets. Oh yeah, those are pretty sweet. They are. Um, I actually have one that I keep for whenever I'm going to run something that I just like. I can't build the terrain fast enough, and I need a map. I'll do that. With my daughter's D&D game that I'm running, they coerced a goblin to give them the entire layout of the place. So basically, I drew the map for them so that they would always have access to it. (laughs) Now, he had his own versions of what was in each room. So when they asked, you know, well, what's in here? He just kind of wrote weird things down. So they're, they're still finding things out that are not necessarily on that map. But, yeah, so, now, if I'm going to be honest, the one that I'm getting ready to start messing around with a lot more is Campaign Cartographer. But that bad boy, number one, not inexpensive. (laughs) It is not inexpensive. It is, like... 60 or 70 bucks just to get your foot in the door. So if you're using it already, awesome. There are a few other kind of free uh, map making software things like I think Auto Realm, but I don't believe Auto Realm can do things like battle maps, which is what you're going to want when you're doing things for the interior of the ship because you're not going to be doing a lot of uh, like 
big scale battles really unless that's something that you really have that you know you have your heart set on and you want to do it but even that like there are better options or easier options to be honest and that is there are there are a few science fiction games out there that are space based mm-hmm. and they have things that make getting battle maps in particular together really easy. Yeah, we're and, and we're and the thing is like for when we're talking about like maps and battle maps and what have you, we're not just saying, okay, the thing the the thingies that you put, the the you know, stuff on the table where you put your minis, you know. But the thing is, but we're there's you know, you are in a big honking ship. And this isn't like, you know, the Apollo, the Apollo 11 spacecraft thing here. Okay. This is, right. this is, you know, miles huge. So the thing is that there's, it, however the heck you want to tackle it. I mean, yeah, if you want to have like, uh, you know, basically it's like, okay. Um, if you've ever seen, and they do this a lot, uh, for Star Trek, not so much Star Wars, but more for so for Star Trek, because it's, um, you know, just some of the ships are just freaking huge and they've got all the, the different classes and what have you, is you have a ship and then they kind of like do a cross section, you know, right in With center. what's in each section, mm-hmm. yeah. And so it's like, okay, you can do that and you can have different ones like top view. It's like, okay, here here's the bridge, here's the living quarters, here's storage, here's engineering, da 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 So you yeah. have like your big one that's just like, okay, this is how the ship is laid out. Cause you're going to be able to, cause your PCs are going to be moving about. And if they, something screwy in engineering and they're on like, and that's at the bottom of the ship and they're all the way on the top, they have to know, okay, how long is it going to take to get there approximately? So they, they, they need to be able to make informed decisions. Yeah. And so, you know, having a, you know, a, a okay, here is the layout of the ship. And the other thing is that, okay, that's excellent, but a lot of people's like, okay, if somebody's just describing something to me, I unfortunately have no ability to mentally picture it. I cannot imagine something unless I have seen something close enough for it. So if, and this is like, you know, where you get a little bit more into the the granular, the more nitty gritty area is designing a a map for each of the more like important um important areas of the ship and the cool thing is that with these is you can actually set it up so you can like move your you know set it up so you can actually put your little minis around and there's like cool uh battle maps and and printouts and what have you for or uh each of these uh areas and by designing it, they can kind of make informed choices. You can put some really cool things in there, like on the map itself, so they can see what the heck they're looking at. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I had oof. actually some really interesting ideas for. So this is something that I've kind of struggled with when we started this whole process, and I was thinking about this a lot because this could take up literally like massive sections Mm -hmm. of whatever's written. And that is doing like basically giant battle, you know, battle maps. And I really don't want to do 
any actual like this mini can move this far. Like I don't want to have those. Mm, no. Because they take up a ton of resources to build. Mm-hmm. And to make them look really nice and everything else. Honestly, I feel like a lot of GMs want that flexibility to design their own unique locational battle maps. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's that is kind of neat and I, I is that you don't know it's like okay, you need to get it, a, a basic layout, but the thing is that you don't have to have like one, I'll be honest, one cargo hold, you can pretty much use the same basic layout map and just okay, you know, it's like, okay, this one has the the lockers on the left side, this one has the lockers on the right side. A lot of the stuff you can kind of recycle if it's the same kind of a thing yep. over and over. Um, you know, hallways, corridors, stuff like that, which is, you know, like, okay, you can have one printout, you have like a, a four-way junction, a straight line, T-junction, that simple, just throw yeah. them down. But the thing that you need to kind of, I guess, is like, they, they do have it, and you know, you can down like battle maps of different or or uh, layouts, floor layouts, whatever the heck you'd like. But all they are is shapes of rooms. You yeah. know, so you could have octagonal. You can have, you know, uh, you know, just a, a basic, you know, trapezoid. And the thing is, all you'd have to do for something like that, scale it up, scale it down, flip it around and, you know, just, you know, save it and just write on like one side you know, how you'd want to do it. You don't have to have, you know, download a map for a bridge, but you can have, it's like, you know what? I want a kind of a crescent moon shaped. Cool. You can actually find those, or you can just find the shapes on, uh, you know, just basic clip art and then, you know, find a, find a grid and just paste it on there. You know, uh, MS Paint for crying out loud! It isn't great, but oh yeah, the thing no, is, no, there's there's tons of ways to do things like what you're describing. Yeah, because I can't without draw even for doing squat. anything crazy, <laughs> right? And honestly, an easy, a really easy way to do it is, I have tried playing around with the, you know, here's a a grid square, and then try to lay something over that grid square, and it never really fits where you're hoping, but you can make it work if you just need to try to make something functional. But those are, all of those were, you know, yeah, you need to have those basic things. But most GMs probably already have those, or at least they are comfortable enough drawing their, you know, small encounters yeah but if you've got somebody easily. if you've got somebody like me who is usually when i'm doing like a, a a tabletop rpg you know it's those kind of things usually don't come you know into play all that much because yeah. it, you know especially like kids on bikes or or little fear stuff like that is um you know, I might get kind, I might get like a, a very rough sketch. So it's like, okay, designing a map, designing modularity, stuff like that. I'm like, nah. okay, that, nope, nope. It, it's. <laughs> yeah. Some people, it's, they, they just dive right in and they totally are there for that. And then there's other people that are not. I am one of those people that I can dive right into it. Like, 
I ran a one shot last week at my local game store and I built every single room as a because they were standalone rooms they weren't connected by anything other than doorways and so we my wife and I together we built the entire dungeon the whole thing well that <laughs> but but we're crazy yeah <laughs> and the thing is like look doing doing maps is not everybody's big cup of tea a lot of people some people no. really love getting into it some people are like Ugh. and the thing is that is always kind of the thing is like there's always got to be some kind of way you can kind of uh okay so there if you're going into like okay there's been ship's been hit by something and, and everything's tumbling all around. You're like, oh, God, I don't want to set everything up. You want to know something one of my friends does? You know, they'll get a handful of just uh, different sized dice and just kind of randomly drop them around a little bit. It's like, okay, these are the things that have fallen over. It's like, oh, or, you know, and throw a couple dominoes in there for like the lockers that fell over. Yeah. So the the thing... Yeah, there's tons of little ways to mm -hmm. to do that without having to actually have all the props and everything else. Mm -hmm. So the thing is that especially when no matter what you are doing with any type of, of map for, you know, the, the pretty much the home base for your PCs, you want to make it so they get kind of sort of familiar with it. And if anyone's ever played dear Lord, uh, like doom or quake or any of the other, you know, like the, you kind of get used to it. I kind of like bunny rabbit ears of the maps of, you know, the, the different areas, the different levels or, uh, you know, how different, uh, rooms are laid out, etc. You know, we've all like had yeah. like the, the, and there, if the thing is like, if you look at a lot of different games, like the very first Diablo where you ha press tab of the map kind of overlaid what you were doing, or you had a mini map or there's other, other stuff like that. But the thing is that, as your PCs move around the ship, they kind of a little bit start to internalize what's what's going on, where how everything kind of interconnects. The thing is, and it's you know, as much as you can, make it simple, logical. You know, you don't want to have like a thousand and one little uh, tubule that that connect like you know snakes and ladders, kind of a. You know, where you kind of get cross-eyed trying to figure out, okay, you go up two, down one, to the right three, up one, to the left four, go down six. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, except yeah. for, you know, certain areas well, which, you know, so intentionally are remote. Yeah, that's for fine. But the things for, that we, if you know, we a lot of the, present maps make it so it's just like, okay, we're, you're going to trace out a path. They're not going to have to get confused gonna, as to how to get to you know, places the, they the normally would go to. In Bunny Rabbit Ears. That we would probably I'll tell you that that gets frustrating after some, a while. A few maps, but they would be things like um like the different sections and what areas of the ship they can kind of control. Mm. And then if you want to dive even more like to like the next level, you could even have like each sector map, like each section's map. And then dive into, like, these are the factions within there, and these are the areas that they control within mm -hmm. 
color coded. You could so, have color coding. You could have a yeah. You know, it's like okay, and then you can have like contested areas, uh, neutral areas, no man's land kind yeah. of thing. And then if you really want to make it so that players really understand how big this ship is supposed to be, mm-hmm. present it in to a scale of something that they would understand. So like on these maps, like if you have like the whole ship with, you know, here's this thing. Well, you could have like, you know, for the normal person, like here is a, you know, how big is this compared to, I don't know, like a a car. Like you could literally ha- say, you know, this is the car compared to this ship, like just how big this ship really is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and because a lot of people have a hard time grasping, like if we were to say like this ship is one and a half miles long. Mm-hmm. And the like, thing is, like, it's understandable that sometimes it's, it, let's just put it this way. When you start getting into space stuff and it gets that big, sometimes this, yeah. uh, you, your your brain really can't fathom it. So if you're, they're still having kind of like an, a rough time getting the size of the whole ship, it's like, all right, do a scale size of one of the areas. It's like, okay, engineering you know yeah this is about the size of a college campus you know it, it it's like if right. you were if you started walking at the top at a normal brisk kind of like not not kind of like blurp blurp you know uh around but you're, you're moving at a good clip it might take you take a half hour to 45 time. minutes to reach the bottom yeah just to walk it yeah you know so and you can get size yeah references times for traveling and yeah, when you're, and when you're going at, at, you know, time and speed and everything in space, be due just to how freaking huge space is. It's at certain times, it's like, okay, all those numbers become like meaningless. It's like, yeah, you get really 10 do. zeros or a million zeros. It still doesn't matter because it's too freaking big. Yeah. So yeah, especially that's the big thing with, uh, when you're dealing with anything with space is, it is so massive. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the the best and, thing to do is if you can break it up into something that they can't get their heads around and then grow from that. You know, don't go from big to small. Always go from small to big. Yeah. Yeah, that is actually a great yeah. Now, if you're doing like, you know, like I said, if we do a a general like here is the ship, these are the sections and just not even like what's in charge of each section, just like this is the engineering section, this is the bio, you know, the biological section, this is the command section, like what each of those sections are and where they're at in the general layout of the ship. That just gives you barely enough to work with as far as as mapping goes. Mm-hmm. But maps are actually really interesting because you can add so much information for everybody in maps Mm -hmm. because if you do a ton of super fine details on your like battle maps because that's what you like doing you players will remember those sorts of weird like intricate level things that were remembered 
the thing it or the thing is there's intricate but the thing is like it doesn't even have to be super intricate it has to be engaging in some parts you know yeah. so noting that okay you know what most of the time in these areas artificial gravity shut off to remain uh to redo it's it can be turned on again but these areas you might have to figure out how to move around in zero g because it's more fuel efficient to turn it off yeah. You know, stuff that makes each area, each section of the map interesting. And, you know, you could just put, it's like, uh, as we said also before, with color coding, you could, as you said, for factions, but you can also say, is this like high oxygen, low oxygen, radiation risk? Uh, this has been hit by a meteor. This has things. been hit by a yeah. meteorite. Uh, warning about structural integrity. And as stuff happens to your PCs and the ship itself, you know, put little, uh, notes or notations or something in that map. Yeah. So yes, that is a great <laughs> idea too. Um, now we have included for people that would like to have things like floor plans and those like sh battle map size things for a ship of this nature. We, I have included at least, so one of our uh, friends of the shows, the, the Battle Lords guys, they did uh, decks, like deck maps, mm -hmm. and they're really cool. Um, so yeah, you can buy those, and they're awesome, and I, I love them. I will probably never be able to use them because I don't run things that involve a lot of ships, <laughs> sadly. But I do think that they're really awesome. And I've also found like there's a couple of different play people that are on drive through that do uh, ship uh, floor plans for things like Starfinder. Because that's got some smaller level ships as well as some bigger ships as well. And so there's there's some of that. And then there's uh, another company called Heroic Maps. And they've got a few different, uh, like, spaceship maps that they have, which are really cool. So those are included in the doobly-doo. And if I find the name of that paper, um, I will include that. But there is a, a really cheap trick that you can do if you don't want to go out and spend the money on that type of paper is right after Christmas when all that wrapping paper goes on sale, mm -hmm. go look for the ones that say back gridded. Uh-huh. <laughs> because those are almost always, and I say almost because I think I found one that was not one inch squares. It's it's probably the the best way of actually doing it because it's it's one also it's going to be cheaper, but that grid it, it's it it helps and honestly you know it's wrapping paper no big furry deal you know yeah ask for some markers yeah if you if somebody drops a drink on it it's not the end of the world exactly. it was wrapping paper mm -hmm. and if you bought it after Christmas. When that stuff is literally, they're throwing it at you. They're almost paying you to take it from them. Because yep, they don't want to deal with it. Storage. Right. 
So buy it whenever it goes on clearance after major holidays like Christmas and um, Easter Mm -hmm. has a lot too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I have found quite a few of those that were really awesome for that. So yeah. So... Just so everybody knows, because we have not said it quite enough yet, um, (laughs) we have a Patreon, (laughs) as always. Um, You can find it at patreon.com slash seize the GM. Yeah. You created it. You ought to know it. I know. I created it a long time ago. (laughs) And we have Twitter, we have a Discord server, and if you guys like these ideas for maps, or you want to like throw something else at us that we hadn't thought of for like maps, one of my friends uses a uses a projector. Find us. You know, it's I remember those yeah. old like uh, transparency things from school, or hooks that you know yeah. draws the maps on their computer and uses a, a projector and projects it up. Yeah. You are not you are not limited yeah. to to materials in in the meat world. You can also go digital, but you kind of make it so your your players' meat eyes can see the digital thing that you created. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So these are all things um, and ways that you can reach us, and we love to hear from people. So, um. I guess that's pretty much it. We're gonna we're gonna hit our closing remarks, and then we're gonna get. I'm gonna get a coffee. Indeed. I don't blame you. So, what's yours, dude? (laughs) Okay, so I found this thing while wandering around the internet. Run now, folks! Run. (laughs) So, like I said, I. I'm going to be working on, I'm always working on gaming ideas for campaigns or whatever. And I found it's one of the D&D icons of the realms or something. But it's it's their pre-painted figures that are like, generally speaking, they're either well-painted or they're big things. And this one in particular is a larger thing. And it is an elder brain dragon. So those of you that are familiar with D&D, when an illithid clan has an elder brain, and then they take that elder brain and they attach it to a dragon, this is what happens. And it's terrifying. Like, its breath weapon is replaced with the tadpoles that create more illithids. Mm. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. So, um, (laughs) this thing is so cool looking. I, it's in, uh, I believe it's in Fizban's Treasury of Dragons. But they're doing the figure for it. It's... Like any other pre-painted ones, it's not on the cheaper side. It is a little more expensive than what you might expect to have to pay. But it's a it's a big mini. 
and it's already painted, so you can just literally drop it on the table. And I am going to make this guy the the big bad evil at the end of a campaign. Creepy. And if you want to see how I get to having players go from low level to high enough to take this thing on, you will have to come join the Patreon because I am going to probably start working on it in the next month or so. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I know. I, I, let's just put it <laughs> this way. I just saw the mini and I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh huh. It's so cool. All so right. what do well, you got? My buddy Peter just launched his YouTube channel uh, called Noon Gaming. N O O N E. Uh, we put the link in the doobly doo. And pretty much what he is doing, he is showing all types of of mini uh, craftsmen. Pa- uh, so painting, modding, kit bashing. Uh, uh, how to use magnets on them, how to deal with bases, all like you name it. It's, you know, he's just getting started, but he's been doing mini painting and, and war gaming and tabletop RPGs for over half his life, I think, at this point, which is, you know. But <laughs> the thing is that he, he finally, like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do this. And he is doing it. And the thing is, he's got, he, he's really excited about it, but he knows how to kind of, sh- show and display stuff so it's easy to understand if you have no idea what the hell you're doing or if you are a kind of i don't want to say seasoned professional but the thing is it's like for people that it's like okay how the heck do you fix magnets so things work um you know stuff like that so i'm like you know it's like so that way you could like take one mini and put it on a different base if you want it to look different or or uh you know or he also has it so you can put uh, magnets on it so if you're you know, I don't want to say exactly kit bashing, but if you're having something like that can ride something else, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this so it can. And he's like, okay, here's how you put the magnet on. So they click right together without it looking like absolute, you yeah. know, super, super gluing crap. Nice. <laughs> Which is yeah. how a lot of my stuff looked as well as how I yeah. looked because you could get super glue everywhere. You you indeed do get super so, glue everywhere. You know, check it out. You know, just subscribe to it. Uh, you know, he he's just getting started, but he's already got his first vid up, and I'm really proud of him for all the work he's starting to put into it. He's, it's 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 well nice. done. I'm I'm, I know he does good work, but I'm actually pleasantly surprised with the. Oh my gosh, I can. You know, I was like, I'm actually can see the details because we've seen some of the YouTube tutorials. Where we're like, oh, okay, did you forget? And, and you did you focus? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I want to shout out to Peter, and I'm I'm proud of him, and I, I hope uh, his YouTube channel uh, keeps going up. Yeah. Nice. I will definitely have to go check it out. I saw something about that mm-hmm. today. He posted yep. that he had started it. So. Cool. So excellent! Yay! Right. So. Stay tuned, yeah. folks. Uh, the map thing isn't over. We've got the small version and pity and sadness. Next, we're going to talk about Next week, else. we're going galactic. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> they're sinister and they're scampy, dude. Exactly. 
<laughs> of course. Okay. I went for camp. Duh. I know camp. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> until Play next time, guys. Have Stay fun. Safe out there. Roll the dice. And we'll see everybody next time. Darn it, we've been working on that. Still can't sink it. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for checking in. It was a blast sharing our thoughts and ideas on our time. We hope that you had a great time with us and could hardly wait to share the next show. In the meantime, let us know how you handle this topic in your own games. You can find us on most social media platforms, especially Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you want to follow us, search for Seize the GM. And if you just want to follow one of us, search for our names on the social media platform of your choice, or go to SeizeTheGM.com for convenient links. Seize the GM is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. All copyrighted material referenced herein are held by their respective owners. No infringement intended and no claim of ownership is Once again, thanks to you, our listeners. We hope you gained some ideas for your ongoing games. Or the inspiration to run your first. Now get out there and play some games. Roll some dice. Be safe, and you'll hear from us again soon.